Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world. Sometimes I do sermons from the divine. This last year, I've been in a very quiet season, so I've been doing pretty much exclusively Holy Spirit sermons. In our household, we worship the Holy Trinity, Father of all of us, His Son, who rised, or excuse me, rose from the dead, Jesus Christ, and proved proved that love is the most powerful force in the world, um, and uh, the Holy Spirit, of course. Sometimes I share music with you that I create, or is tied into the topic, and uh, shows you a little bit about my personality. I just got back from a very fulfilling day. Yesterday was an unplanned mission trip to a library to the Holy Spirit sent me somewhere on purpose. There was a person in crisis in the library that was calling, frantically calling churches to see if someone could call his mom who was having suicidal thoughts, and the 988 number didn't work for her. The number worked, but the person wasn't, it wasn't the right person for her to speak to. I don't, I don't know what was going on, but she was in dire crisis, and this was an adult man. And I just happened to overhear him calling a bunch of people, explaining that her roommate had died right in front of her in a restaurant. And I walked over there as soon as the, as soon as he hung up the phone and had a little break between phone calls. And there was a gentleman that worked there at the library. And so I talked about that in the last episode. But if you haven't heard that one yet, if you're just popping in for the first time, and this is the first uh, episode you're listening to because it's at the top of the... Uh, I don't know what you call it, the app or whatever, the icon. Um, I went there again today to see if I could find this gentleman and and check in on him and his mom because I hadn't heard from her. And I didn't see him there. Well, there was a a special booth event, um, a chili cook-off for the town. And... There was a bunch of people. It was, for, it was in honor of um, veterans and first responders and just like a community event. It was really neat. And I decided to go back later on. They were setting up for it, and they had live band and everything. And something told me to go back to it. The Holy Spirit said, yeah, you need to go back to it. So I did. And I seen the gentleman there, and his mom was there. So I was able to meet her. I gave her my card as well. And I said, I'd I'd be happy to meet you in person, or if you'd like to speak over the phone or text message, I'd be happy to pray for you. Um, I'm so sorry, you know, for what happened. I heard about that. I said, are you, is your housing situation, are are you stable with that? She's like, I'm not even sure. It's only been a couple of days. I said, okay, well, we can sit down and we can write out those numbers if that will be helpful for you. Um, Whatever you need, I'm available. Our 988 people are doing the best that they can, but there's a lot of people that are in crisis right now because our economy is terrible. There are a bunch of rich people that are hoarding their money in a bunch of businesses. Insurance companies are not paying out for car accidents. They're hoarding their money. They're delaying services on purpose. No one's holding them accountable. And uh, the Lord doesn't like when his children are being stolen from. The Lord doesn't like when people are in crisis, and he proved that by sending me swiftly to a library I'd never been to before 
to an area I'd never been to before, giving me a boldness to not be afraid to speak. And that is the topic. The topic is release your fears. He, he whispered to me as I was listening to some meditation sounds. He said, it's going to be difficult for you to talk about this. I said, Lord, everything I've talked about has been difficult for me to release. But it gets easier as I say it. It's easier for me to record it than it is for me to shoot it on video when it's a brand new, fresh crisis. Because I don't have anybody staring at my face, right? I don't have to put on makeup. I can do it any time. <laughs> Not that you have to put on makeup to be on camera, but easier to do the audio only so I don't pre-plan this so however the the Lord will take this sermon the intention of this show is to help empower you to find happiness from within if you are struggling with depression depressed state you're going through a difficult season this show is for you this is another mental tool box it's a tool for your toolbox okay um, our three pillars of move happy our mindset community and fitness and I throw in a splash of music because that's my personality those are the the three and a half or four pillars that have kept me of sound mind kept me as joyful as possible for a majority of my life by choosing to be joyful I've had a lot of misery in my life I've had a long a lot of lung suffering which has built resiliency muscles within myself. And that is a coined term you probably have heard or seen a lot of people start to speak about in the media. It started in the military. Everything starts in the military and gets designated outward. That is where most of the research is conducted first to see if it's effective because it's a great pool of people of all ages, socioeconomic statuses, genders, race. And they have special funding to do the research and it's easy to volunteer someone that's in the military to be a part of a study resilience is another fancy word for mindset strengthening it's the ability to bounce back from difficult times some people are born with a more challenging brain chemistry a more challenging body and spirit that allows you to dip down into low depressed moods and it might be sociological it might be things that have happened to you that have transformed your brain cells but the Lord can heal anything I'm proof of that I'm proof of that um, we believe in pharmaceutical medications if you believe you need it however The pharma industry has profited off the pains of too many people, and they haven't been held accountable to tell you the truth, that if you take medicine for depression or anxiety, which you often have both diagnoses together, if you take it longer than six months, it can impact your long-term memory. I don't know about you, but I want to have my memory for as long as possible. I bring you the truth on this show. That's why I've had a lot of people... Uh, not like me and I don't really care about people's opinions I do what the Lord tells me to do he leads my life and uh, if I die a horrific death I will have lived full for him 
so far in my lifetime. I've created 52 alternative therapies in the last three years, minus 25 days. I have created 95 songs yesterday. It was uh, my 95th song idea. So it's not done yet. Some of the songs are completely done, and I've already shared them publicly. Some of them are in process. These are fun things for me to work on that bring healing to me because I was designed from the Father with musical areas of genius. Some people call them your areas of strength. If you have children, get them introduced to different activities so that you could see what they're good at and see what things they enjoy spending time doing where they lose track of time. Those things especially if it can be off of technology, those things can be huge healing agents if you discover that they start to exhibit behaviors of depression or you suspect it. Now, depression under, is it 8 years old, 10 years old? I forget. Um, it can manifest as anxiety for young children. And it's, it's difficult to get a diagnosis in young kids. They don't like to diagnose young children, but it does happen. It does happen. I don't know who's at our house. Somebody's excited back there. My landlord's dogs. Probably a turkey or something. <laughs> Releasing your fears means that if you share your truth of what your strengths are, if you share your truth of what your joys are, someone might use that against you to cause fear in you. That or frustration. I think um, in the last three years I've been tested beyond all all tests for this ridiculous contest I've been a part of that the Holy Spirit assigned to me in 2018. I found out I was in the nominations for Global Mental Health Ambassador position in 2020. He swiftly moved me to the front of the line and they have blocked me from making money in America for three years because of this contest. They signed a contract with the Illuminati to use me as bait. They, the Blackwater alumni group that protect all the presidents. I didn't ask them permission to do it. They didn't ask my permission to do it. They did it because an evil woman paid a payment. A fake minister paid a payment to have me killed. She got access to it. She was a wolf in sheep's clothing. I was listening to um, Selena a couple days ago. Not Selena Gomez, although I like her music. The original Selena from when I was a kid. Late at night when all the world is sleeping, I stay up and think of you. If you remember her story, uh, it's, it's a real sad story. She was actually murdered from the president of her fan club. Yeah. Yeah. That's at least the story they released to the public. I think a bunch of people in the music industry have been allowed to be bullies to women. They have allowed to, to um, offer people a certain level of fame. And then 
they have to take turns or they have to fake a death because they have so many people jealous of their success. And she grew very successful. She was singing also in Spanish and um, very, very gorgeous. I remember watching her movie. I remember sharing that with my hero of 2020 when I was trying to explain to him why I thought this person that convinced me to volunteer on my team, why I thought she would have paid. And I said, do you, did you remember the singer Selena? He's like, yeah, I remember her. How do you know her? And I told him, I said, well, my, one of my friends in sixth grade, um, we watched her movie at her house. And he's like, well, what friend was that? Do I say the, do I say her name, father? Amber Kennedy. She was one of my first friends in Miss Taylor's class, my first year in public school. And Miss Taylor had encouraged some of the kids that were better students, that had good grades, to befriend me because my dad had been diagnosed with cancer. And I was socially awkward because I was the homeschool kid that was in her first year of public school and I wasn't socializing with the kids. I thought the kids would just come up and be my friends. I had no idea anything about how you have to work at becoming friends. Now I'm like, people are, people are like blown away. They're like, there's no way you would have been that socially awkward. Yeah. I had to work at it. I had to learn from, (laughs) from, uh, the direct sales industry, how to talk to people as an adult. I used to be so awkward, release your fears. I didn't even know that that was a fear of mine. I didn't identify it as a fear. I thought that was how I was always going to be. Until I had been broke long enough. Until after I got a master's degree completely paid for. Because I taught at a university. I did my part and then I got laid off. And then I got hired back. But a demoted FTE in the district that I was an ambassador for. In my whole high school career, they blindsided me. They lied about a contract. They demoted it. They backdated it. They broke all kinds of laws. And I worked five part-time jobs that year with a master's degree, and I still couldn't pay my student debt. I didn't qualify for food stamps because I made too much money. I was breathing through a straw. I had to release my fear of not wanting to learn smart devices. I refused for the longest time to get a smart device because I was trying to save my money and be a responsible adult. I learned how to be frugal with my money, to be a penny pincher for my mother because we grew up very limited income, family of five, single income earner. I didn't feel like I didn't have a lot, but I knew that money was a stress my whole life. And it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be for believers because the Lord shall supply all your needs. As soon as I get the smart device and I start learning how to make money online and start growing more confidently, I was releasing fears that I wasn't capable of getting into business. I wasn't limiting myself anymore to just following the rat race of going to a job 
and not getting paid my value. Teachers get paid terrible. It's forced slavery in America. Unless you're good at delegating your work. There was a teacher that was very good at it that I subbed for one or two times. He was friends with my first husband. That's how I got to uh, sub in his class. At that time, he was a third grade teacher. Every single student had a job in the classroom. He had different names for all the students. He didn't grade any papers. He had a student grade the papers. I said, this is a genius. He goes, see, I'm smart. He said, when I go home, I go home. I don't work. He's like, I live my life. They don't pay me to work at home. I said, wow, this is a great, great way to run a classroom. I said, how did you learn this? He said, I slowly taught myself over time. He said, I used to work way too many hours in the beginning. Then I realized I have all these intelligent young beings. If I teach them and show them how to be a part of a community in the classroom, they don't have that job all year long. They have the opportunity in the beginning of the school year. They pull from a hat, random selection, and then they rotate every like month or so so that they can learn different areas of the classroom, different responsibilities to keep the classroom running so that they can see that the classroom takes more than just the teacher to run smoothly. And so if I ever have to take a day off and there's a substitute, that the class runs smoothly without me. I said, that's genius. That's genius. Release your fears. Okay, the Father's giving me a Bible verse. All right, we're going to the New Testament. <clears throat> Second Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians 2, 16. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. Good stuff. You want me to keep reading, Father? Nope. Okay. What else would you like me to share with them, Father, about releasing your fears? He says, I want you to release what's happened to you in the last three, three years. Anything that comes to mind. Well, the first night after I created the second uh, version of Rich Happy Therapy, I didn't have the name yet, executed it successfully, and I had charged... Some people in the event, some people got free seats and whatnot. Um, where I had connected, I didn't realize it at the time, but the top security man, one of the top, he said he was the top, but he was braggadocious. One of the top security men, the president of the Blackwater alumni group. I connected him to my volunteer that was like Selena's president of her fan club. In an online experience. Um, 
was, I think there was 12 people in the room if I'm remembering correctly in the Zoom, Zoom online thing. I had honored Mr. Krause, my high school choir teacher. He's our honorary guest and his daughter had just started a uh, direct sales business for um, eyelashes and a few days after that timelines kind of blurry because I don't have my journals right in front of me but a few days after that uh, my technologies were getting real wonky and this person that had experienced my therapy she I believe got the go-ahead from their group to offer me funding in order to get the funding she said go ahead and send an Excel spreadsheet with all of your future business plan ideas and all of the expenses that it will have she said I can't make any promises because it's not my money it's I'm going to have my husband speak to the elders of our private church group. But what they've done for other people is they've paid for their housing for five years so that they can focus on, their, on what they're good at. She wanted her son to be on my team. She wanted to be on my team. She got her husband involved as well to be a business coach and consultant. They were very excited to add me to their private church group until I started posting about Jesus Christ in my content publicly on LinkedIn and everywhere. And she said, no, you can't. She couldn't come near me after I started spreading the truth of whom I worship. Now I was removed from being invited to that group because they worship Satan. They sacrifice children in private. But she didn't tell me that. So she was still trying to be cunning and sneaky. Like a slithery snake. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he uses human beings through spiritual warfare. This woman was very convincing. She spent over a year convincing me. Mere matched my language. You need to be on guard if you're a church member. You need to ask people if they say things like private church group, what are you hiding? What is the name of your church? I'd like to visit it. What's the website? Nothing should be hidden. A few days after that, um, I had reached out for assistance to the gentleman that was a part of the experience, and I said, I hate to bother you. He had invited himself to uh, meet me for lunch. He was going to be in town. And... uh We were planning to arrange that, I think, for the Friday, and it was like a Tuesday or something. I said, I hate to bother you, but I think people are messing with my tech. I don't know if you know anybody that can help with that. He's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. I'll take care of it. In fact, um, I can uh, come to your place and uh, 
provide you protections. Because I also said that I, I thought that it was my ex that I was doing business things with, but he wasn't doing well mentally, and he had threatened to kill his mom. So he offered to provide me security detail. And he said, that's what you can tell people. You're getting two days of security detail protections. And he said, Aaron, do you have any idea what organization I represent? I said, no, not really. I mean, he said, Aaron, we protect all the presidents of America. I said, Oh, wow. He said, and you're, I said, you're willing to help me? He's like, yeah, that's what I do. I said, I don't want to be a bother. He's like, Aaron, this is what we do. I was like, oh, okay, well, thank you. <clears throat> After he leaves, he gives his second in command, his battle buddy, assigns him as my uh, security detail for the second day. And my technologies were getting compromised. People were hacking in, personifying as me, sending messages all over to everybody. That's what the Illuminati Deep State does. CCP, they're all, I think they're all pretty much the same. They're evil. That's what they do. You don't want to join their cult? Sacrifice children? Profit off of the harvesting of the organs of, of human beings or trafficking humans? Then they destroy your life. I was planning to submit evidence. I had already reported the sheriff's report based on his second-in-command's recommendations. I was going to add more evidence to the report, including his visit to my house, only he was a plant from, I believe, the Illuminati. They had paid him. And he was brand new in his position. And when he came to my house, this president, he told me exactly who to connect to if I got into safe housing. He said, well, all of us security people, we work together. You need to go to this particular place. And if you can get in there, then you'll be good. You'll be fine. You can trust this person. But okay. The evening that I was trying to get sleep, I, I started having my spiritual gifts started being released within me. Some, some more of my gifts of prophecy and whatnot, because that was, I think, the night they were planning to have me killed and make it look like it was a murder-suicide from the ex. But the Holy Spirit came in and slowed time down, woke me up like a ton of times that evening, and I was fully rested the next day. He gave me supernatural energy and strength. God makes his people strong. Psalms, uh, I think, 29, 11, I think is what that is. It's my little artwork on the wall. I wasn't feeling too strong, though. I definitely wasn't feeling strong. 
at all. I was sleeping on the floor because this man was going mentally insane and planned and started acting out the plans of killing his own mom. It wasn't the first time he did it that year. I was stuck in a state that wasn't my residency because of domestic violence. I tried my best to stay there. This person was very convincing, manipulative, liar, heavily involved in the Illuminati. I know it. High-level connections to the FBI. They paid so many people since 2018 to destroy me. They waited about 18 months, though, till they started executing. The plans of the enemy are foiled, though. If the Lord doesn't okay it, they have to get his permission to harm his children. It's been very frustrating, but I'm still here. Releasing your fears. So, the next morning when I was in the shower, Diane, my landlord, they killed her earlier this year I would think or last year I don't know when they killed her but I know she's dead she grabbed my notes she was paid to remove his name the president of the defunded Blackwater alumni group how do I know that the Lord tells me things whispers things to me reveals things to me it's unexplainable and I also pay attention what people say and their behaviors and this has been happening to me for three years cybercrime is real and I think they want that to be the next important thing for businesses to focus on and for government leaders to pay attention to and um, to start changing laws to protect the vulnerable. Laws are supposed to protect the vulnerable. Right now the cyber security laws protect the cyber security companies. I had built my business obediently as the Lord assigned me to using all that I had and they just tried to steal it from me. And they tried to pay the top security man that protects the president. How ridiculous is that? The level of disrespect in America. But he had to take her money because otherwise she would have hired anybody else. So they had to do it without letting me know about it so that I wouldn't be involved. Because they will never be, this organization will never be tried for any crimes in America. That's what she told me, the wolf in sheep's clothing. She told me that. She told me she could manipulate this man, this, this young person. Like my age, maybe a little bit older than me. I, don't, I never asked his age. I know he's good at what he does, and he was brand new in his position. He had loose lips. He told me way too much stuff. I didn't know what he was saying was too much. I, I got trained better, though, from his mentor. I had the best training in the world, the absolute best. They forced me into fear. On purpose. 
they on purpose paid a cybersecurity person, the best one that I had already had as a guest on my podcast. They planned this whole thing out, this whole destiny thing. I believe in it. He was one of the original five cybersecurity experts of Apple. He worked for Microsoft. He worked for Visa. And Pyramid Consulting Group was where he worked. When I met him on the phone, he was the director of IT for 1,300 employees. He downgraded his responsibilities to work for a smaller organization so he could not have to travel all the time so he could spend more time with his family. It was honorable. Very honorable. When he was scanning my computer, he explained to me that if people had hacked in, they could trace any of my phone calls to anyone else and they could find their location as well as mine so I wasn't able to call any of my friends or family for help I couldn't call anybody for help because I didn't want anybody to get hurt they on purpose forced me into fear and isolation in America because I refused to join their cult we have 25 days left Don reunited my hero of 2020 that became my husband last year they tried to use me as a spy to ruin President Trump's campaign through his team members and through an American citizen. It's an act of terrorism, I believe, but I'm not a military law expert. I know the military doesn't like Biden at all. The only ones that do are the ones that are involved in the child abductions and the sex slavery of kids. Those are the only ones that like Biden. Biden is worse than Hitler. In fact, he might be Hitler. Who knows? There's rumors that Hitler's still alive. They just changed what he looked like. How sick would that be if we found out that Hitler was actually President Biden? They just changed his name. Anything's possible. The man that I met that came to my house in 2020, I found out that's not his real name. And the Holy Spirit revealed to me his real legal name. So when we signed contracts announcing me as the winner, my husband and I as the winners of the Global Mental Health Ambassadorship and Chief Spiritual Officer positions of America, he will be using his legal name. So no one will ever know the true identity of the person that had loose lips of the person that six months later tried to force me to suck his penis in public for 800 to 850 acres that he was paid to ruin a Christian minister's reputation out of jealousy. We're going to remove all the nasty men out of America and remind them how to behave, how to treat women. I've had enough disrespect. It's time to tighten up our ship, military. Releasing your fear. In the last three years, any time they so desired, they would turn off my apps. They would turn off my websites. They would block me from texting people they would block people from receiving my messages they would hang up phone calls on purpose they would hold voicemails in the cloud for multiple days 
delaying me job opportunities. They would make my phone spin in a circle if I was in an interview and I said too much information that I didn't know I wasn't supposed to say. I've been through real bullshit the last three years. I'm not paying any taxes for the rest of my life. Fuck that shit. Y'all are going to be paying me. I'm the new Vatican Bank. Aaron Nicole Ministries. My husband and I are going to be very wealthy. People are going to be coming asking us for financial assistance. And we'll say, sure. Here's our application. Have two years proof of your revenue. To all these nasty rich people that are going to go broke real quick. Oh, you can't apply. You don't have any revenue. That's weird. Hmm. Well, I guess there's some grants you could apply for. We're going to give our money to the board to assist real, hard-working people that are good, family-loving people in America. And if the Lord says we're going to go elsewhere, then we'll go elsewhere. We'll go wherever the Lord sends us. He leads our life. I haven't been able to be with my husband. He asked to retire from this group. One of the top trained assassins. He's a good man. He chose his last many years before I met him to be peaceful to be kind to spread the love of the Father healing people I married a good man and I tried to provide him dignity to make sure he's taken care of that's what he asked And he was doing the same for me. We had 19 days together. 19 fucking days. Biden threatened my former business partner. His team threatened her to disassociate from me. Destroying my business. And then had her call me a year later after I hadn't spoken to her in a year. And she's asking questions about my husband. None of her damn business. First of all. Second of all, she already knew who helped protect me off-grid. All presidential security team members protected me. So why in the fuck was she asking questions like she didn't know who he was? Quit your bullshit games. It's time for Aaron Nicole to start running the military. You guys can't handle anything. Biden, you're a fucking disgrace. Fucking disgrace. I don't even think you're alive anymore. I don't. I've seen pictures of your original version. I think we got somebody else under the skin. Maybe it's somebody from China that's had a voice change. I don't know. But I'm going to meet you. Or some version of you in 25 days. And my husband is going to check and make sure that there's no listening devices. And there's no robots in the room. And the top security man from your team is going to check and make sure that there's no weapons in on anybody's person. We don't need any weapons. We're all Americans. Nothing to be afraid of. We're going to sign peace treaty contracts. You're going to release all the January 6th people 
all of them. You're going to give their families restitution for all the time lost. You're going to completely obliterate any negative remarks on their social security numbers. And you're going to ask them each individually, how can we make this up to you? And if the person committed suicide times 10, their highest average salary for the rest of their life tax-free per year. We will discuss the HOPE Act briefly if there is interest. My husband and I had started to map it out. He liked my ideas. He asked to retire to help me with this mission to help people with depression in the world. And you tried to have us killed. Big fucking mistake. You're not allowed to kill veteran spouses on American soil. I don't think you can kill anyone on American soil. Big fucking mistake. Release your fears. He's sending me to James. James 2.19 You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that. And shudder. You foolish man. Do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our ancestor... Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did, and the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. You see that a person is justified by what he does, and not by faith alone. Let me read that again. You see that a person is justified by what he does and not by faith alone. In the same way, <clears throat> was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. I've been obedient to the Lord above all lords since 2018 since he put this calling on my heart I've had ideas I've had business ideas that I've executed I've had to study online I've, I've put work in honest work I've paid to have access to uh, rich mindset people through Denise Duffold Thomas lifetime access I've paid for classes I've paid for coaches, some good, some not. I've coached others. I'm growing into a, a better business person, but I didn't get any degrees in it. It's not my area of genius. The Lord didn't call me to start a business. He called me to help people in the world with depression. You guys created the ambassador positions for me because the Lord assigned it to me because I asked him, Lord, how can I serve you? What is my life purpose? And he showed it to me in 2018. 
And people get so frustrated that they keep trying. They keep trying their best to steal and to pay for positions so that they can continue harvesting off the children of the world in secret, in private. And, and having slavery and, and putting fake media showing that you're helping the people of Maui when we all know you're not. No one's buying it. You could quit wasting our tax dollars in advertisements or the Chinese dollars that they stole from us from hacking into our devices from the CCP. I'm not afraid of anything or anybody. Three years ago, I was very afraid because the Lord grew this thing so swiftly. In 18 months, I received my first hit paid hit because I refused to join a satanic cult in America where we have the freedom to choose whatever religious belief system we have. You have proven in the last three years that you are persecuting Christians in America. Many of your businesses will go bankrupt and you will not be able to recoup your monies. That is what the Lord has said. It is final. James 1, 9. The brother in humble circumstances ought to take pride in his high position, but the one who is rich should take pride in his low position, because he will pass away like a wild flower, for the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. Its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way the rich man will fade away even while he goes about his business. Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. Keep reading, Father. Yes, he says, when tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when, by his own evil desire, he is dragged away and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father on the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your truth. What else do you desire me to share with them, Father, releasing your fear? Yeah, last fall was very difficult. Last fall was extremely difficult. So let me back up a few months. So I got married last March. Then on Easter Sunday, I had to give the dog tags back and I had to move out. I moved out the day after. Easter Sunday, I moved out on Monday. Reluctantly because my husband's boys told him I had to move out. 
because he didn't stand up for his wife. He knew he couldn't keep me alive if I stayed there. He made a commitment to protect me at all costs. He had a terrible decision he had to make. So I had to beg for financial assistance from my friend who actually offered to help me. Her and her husband save extra money every month to help people in need. She's a veteran spouse. Her husband's an army officer. I've known her since I was 15. I couldn't even explain to her what was going on. All I knew was that it wasn't fixable. He had told me I needed to give the dog text back so it was over. He didn't explain to me why or nothing. Because Biden destroyed my marriage by threatening my business partner. He destroyed my business and my marriage. Or so he thought. I reached out to my old roommate. I had just moved out. I said, can I move back in? This is very uncomfortable for me, but I don't know what's going on, but it's not safe for me to be there anymore, he told me. I can't be there. He let me move back in. He and his wife, uh, they had gotten back together. And they had moved into my room, so I didn't have the master anymore, which was fine. I didn't have any furniture or anything. I lost my bed. I lost like seven or eight of my boxes of my memorabilia, yearbooks, book my dad made me, all kinds of things. Clothing. I've had to move like 70 times since divorcing my first husband. Being broke sucks. I'm not going to be broke much longer, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about last year. Releasing your fear. The Lord assigned me last year to release what I thought was going to be four events called the Real Entertainment Therapy Experience. Uh, the, the population was for medical practitioners that service veterans and first responders. The intention was to improve in the treatment of people and patients with depression. And we were going to, it was going to be the first medical musical conference with music tied into the different topics and edutainers, uh, education and entertainment combined edutainers uh, that were either musical or they were speaking on topics in the business sector, in the military sector, in the medical sector, in the family sector. And we did the first one before I even had the name. I had 65000 on the invite list for free from my doctor's office. That's, I didn't ask, they offered. That, that's the Holy Spirit's supernatural favor. But... Our first event in February last year, it was blocked. They committed espionage. They blocked the invites from going out. I had let my hero of 2020 know. We hadn't gotten married yet. I told him, I said, conservative numbers, even if it was 1% of 65,000 patients, even if it was just 1%, that's extremely conservative. That would be 650 there wasn't anybody that showed up. Isn't that odd? He goes, 
Uh, espionage. I said, what's that? He said, it's federal crimes. People hack into your device. Blocking your emails from going out. I didn't speak any further about it. I just thought it was very frustrated, and as was he. It was a free event. There was no reason for anybody to block me. Next thing I knew, Taylor Swift's concert tickets, their website, completely shut down. I didn't ask him to do anything. I don't think my husband was involved in it. I think he made some phone calls, though. And veterans were very upset at a certain political party that does a lot of money laundering through concerts and other means. We got married in March. I had to move out Easter the day after Easter Sunday and Monday. Moved back in. I did. I start. I had to start a new job because I had just gotten hit by a car and I couldn't drive on Lyft anymore because the Lyft app didn't work. Crisis after crisis after crisis, nonstop stress for three years. This is just last year. Landlord refused to fix our AC unit, so I'm working remotely upstairs and it's 100 degrees. My asthma is acting up. I have to be plugged in to the internet cord, so I'm taking breaks going downstairs. Downstairs is 60 degrees. She wasn't fixing the AC unit. What I didn't know until after we got notice that we had to move out was that my roommate was having money troubles. He wasn't using the money I was paying him for rent. He wasn't paying her the rent. So we were behind and she kicked us out. She wanted to only give us seven days to move out. I was being bullied at that job. I was more sensitive because I was dealing with so much stress. PTSD from the cyber crimes. And I had had enough of people disrespecting me. So I wanted to make more money. And I didn't like this person being rude to me through the tech whatever chat thing. So I said, well, I made good money in HVAC in 2020, or the potential was good. That company wasn't good. <clears throat> so I reached out to a person that had loaned me their house for our final concert of Aaron Nicole Ministries. Desert Storm veteran. And I said, hey, I'm looking to get into HVAC sales. Do you know of any companies that are hiring? And he said, yeah, call this company. Here's the person you need to talk to. Texted it to me. So I was like, okay, cool, thanks. And I don't know why, because they worked in HVAC, why they didn't ask me to work at their company, but it was what it was. That was their decision. I flew to corporate training for a week in Atlanta. And then that was the same time I got my notice that I had to find housing. And she wanted us moving out in seven days. I said, I'm going to be gone. I don't have time to pack. 
I tried to move on in life because my husband told me he wanted a divorce. He wasn't making any sense. They don't have annulments in Tennessee. In my county, when I called to ask for an annulment, because it was a 19-day marriage, they said, just cross out the word divorce and write annulment on top. I said, you've got to be kidding me. So I got the paperwork. I got a notarist. He wanted a divorce, and he kicked my ass out, and I had to start all over in life because his buddies are assholes. That's the truth. They misinterpreted somebody else's choice. Somebody else's fuck-ups. They bullied me. They beyond disrespected a veteran spouse. A lot of those guys aren't going to be alive if they're still alive anyway. My husband is the most fierce trained assassin. He's chosen to be peaceful. Even he didn't know what was going on. I got doctor's calls from his treatment team asking if I felt safe. I said, what do you... Why are you asking him if I'm safe? What do you mean? I said, did he threaten me or something? They said, yes. I said, it's not real. Said, it's not real. He loves me. He would never hurt me. They had. This Illuminati deep state had taken my husband over the edge. And he told me he didn't want me around when if he ever gets to that level of anger. It takes a lot for him to get to that level. But he said, Aaron, I don't want you to see me that way. He had to make it look so believable so his boys wouldn't kill me. For whatever lies this former business partner told, whatever payment she received for lies that I told her, I had to lie to her to get housing. I've had to learn how to lie, and I don't like that. But I would die in the heat or in the cold, my asthma would flare up and then I, I would have a heart attack. Life or death. I choose life. In any case. So I tried to move on in life. I sent him the notary paperwork. He, signature required from the post office. I still have the receipt. He said, I'm not going to sign anything. Said, okay, so you kicked me out of our house, you're refusing to sign divorce paperwork, annulment paperwork, whatever you want to call it. You're not communicating with me. You've told me that I've lost all my belongings and you've threatened to hurt me to your doctor. What the fuck is going on? This is the worst organization to be married into. That's the truth. Zero rights for veteran spouses. Until we sign contracts. 25 days, bitches. Nobody's going to fuck with my life ever again. And disrespect my husband. How dare you all. How fucking dare you all. I tried to move on and start dating people because 
he had been so disrespectful to me and wasn't talking to me about what was going on. He did write a letter, but I was so hurt. I just rolled my bag right over it and I left. He only had to tell me one time that taking the dog tags off meant that it wasn't safe for me to be around him. I did everything I could to convince him not for me to move in. I said, we need to live separately. I don't want to move that direction. He didn't listen to me at all. Everything had to be his way. And then he kicked my ass out. That's disrespect. And he's going to apologize to my mom. He's going to look her in the face and say, I'm so sorry. I disrespected your daughter. I'm going to forgive him, but he's going to apologize to my mom. I just started dating this person, officer in the military. He volunteered to help me with my housing crisis because our landlord was kicking us out and I had to start a new job and I was going into mental crisis. It was way too much stress all at once. That is what the last three years have been for me. This is the worst organization in the world. There are few that are good. Majority of them, they're evil. They're pure evil. They've been trained to be sociopathic killers. And they wonder why nobody trusts our government. Because they are allowed to abuse their powers. They've proven it to me in the last three years. My husband's a good man. He deserved the right to retire, the legal right. His request, denied, beyond denied. You could say denied and not try to kill us. That would have been way better. Way better. But we had to experience severe stress to prove to the world just how bad this leader is in power right now. Trump will be back in office. He cares about the middle class. And he's not abusing his power to try and harm people. He's trying to follow all the laws. He has respect for our military. I imagine he has respect for spouses as well. So I'm going to see them all in 25 days. Whoever is left alive for our presidents and first ladies. I can't wait. They're all going to apologize to my husband and me for wasting our time and adding unnecessary stress to my brain and my waistline. And my husband, he served his country. He asked nicely to retire. He desired to help me with this mission in life and they denied it. 25 days. What's that, Father? Talk about the 650 plane rides? Yeah. Yeah, all the gold's been moved out of the Vatican Bank. Took 650 plane rides, I heard. Full of gold. Yeah. Americans? We're rich. Just wait. Just wait. Trump's coming back in office very soon. <clears throat> Talk more about it, Father? Yep, he says. Release your fears. Your hero is coming back to 
to save the day. He hires the best security teams. And he started the Space Force to have full control, looking in on all the illegal activities all over the world. And they videotaped, or however they video, they have digital footage of these nasty pedophiles. Here's what I heard. I don't know if it's true or not, but it sounds it's a good story. So if it is true, I, I love it. It's people that tell me about Trump, the good things about him. He went to all these countries, their top-level leaders, and he showed them the footage, the proof, the evidence that they're involved in the Illuminati, that they're involved in the Epstein scandal. And he said, look, I don't want to out your nasty habit, but uh, you're going to have to pay us up. We're not in debt to you anymore. <laughs> Some people might not like that. Some people might say that's extortion or things like that. But um, crimes against children is instant death. So I think he's showing the mercy. I don't know. What do you think? The worst of it is that the Vatican is... It was the bank for the whole world. They were in charge of all the money of the world. They had all the gold. And they were like the center hub for the nasty abductions down in the tunnels. And a lot of these religious leaders are involved in the pedophilia. It's absolutely sick. And drinking of the blood of children to stay looking younger. There are so many people involved in it. The Lord reveals their names to me in my visions and dreams. That is why I've been... <clears throat> so many people have tried to kill me since 2018 because they tried to get me to join their cult so then they could just blacklist me like they did my brother. I don't think he joined them. I don't think he ever realized what he was doing. They force musicians to do all kinds of things. I have no idea if he was forced to do anything or if they just made up fake media like they've made up about President Trump. A thousand years in prison? Give me a fucking break. You're fucking little boys, Biden. And girls. That's not forgivable. The Lord, he might be able to forgive you, but you're still going to die a horrific death. And you're going to have eternity in hell, in my opinion. I don't know. I don't get to make that decision. That's up to the Lord to see if you've had a heart change. I guess anything's possible because Paul did used to kill Christians and he wrote half of the New Testament. So anything's possible. But um, keep the faith. Release your fears out loud and reframe your fears that even if you feel afraid, that he w you can still walk in confidence that he is carrying you through a difficult season. I wrote a song uh, when I was in graduate school called Not Afraid for that particular reason because I had a lot of fears, I, I had a lot of anxieties. <clears throat> I dealt with it through exercise. I dealt with it through journaling, through reading, through having quiet time. I've, I've taught myself how to heal my mind through natural methods. 
because doctors don't know everything. You know yourself the best. So do what works best for you and don't harm children in the process or vulnerable people, elderly populations or disabled people because the Lord doesn't like that when you're harming disabled or elderly people with kids. He don't like that at all. He allows you to do it for a certain amount of time. And that strengthens the resiliency within that individual. But if you if you just choose to be good, then we can spread more love around the world. And then, and then that's way better for everybody. Way better. Anything else, Father, you'd like me to share? Okay, he wants me to go to Nehemiah. I forget which page that's on. So you don't have to know all the books and where they're at. 423 in my book. I knew it was in the Old Testament. Just didn't remember the page number. Okay. Mm. It's getting close to my my bedtime. That's so funny. I just looked at my clock and it's like right on the dot. A minute after when I usually go to bed. I've gone to bed pretty much the same time my whole life since I was a little kid. It's That is one of the strongest protectors of your mental health if you have depression is to have a regular bedtime. Um, it's difficult if you have a job that has fluctuating schedule. But if you can somewhat try and get to bed around the same time and get up around the same time, regardless of your work shift, um, that can help protect your mind from suicidal ideations or depression's powers. <clears throat> All right, so this is the builders of the wall. So Nehemiah 3, 3. The fish gate was rebuilt by the sons of Hassanah. They laid its beams and put its doors and bolts and bars in place. Mirimoth, son of Uriah, the son of Hekos, repaired them the next section. Next to him, Meshulam, son of Berechiah, the son of Meshazabel, made repairs. And next to him, Zadok, son of Bena, also made repairs. The next section was repaired by the men of Tekoa, but their nobles would not put their shoulders to the work. Uh, excuse me, under their supervisors. The Jeshanah gate was repaired by Joida, son of Paseah, and Meshulam, son of Besodiah. They laid its beams and put its doors and bolts and bars in place. Next to them, repairs were made by men from Gibeon and Mizpah. Melatiah of Gibeon and Jadon of Maranoth, places under the authority of the governor of Trans-Euphrates. Uziel, son of Harhiah, one of the goldsmiths, repaired the next section, and Hananiah, one of the perfume makers, made repairs next to that. They restored Jerusalem as far as the broad wall. Repa, uh, how do you say that? Raphia, I think, son of Hur, H-U-R, 
ruler of a half district of Jerusalem, repaired the next section adjoining this. Jediah, son of Harumaph, made repairs opposite his house, and Hattush, son of Hashabaniah, made repairs next to him. Malkajah, son of Harim, and Hashub, son of Paath Moab, repaired another section and the tower of the ovens. Shalom, son of Haloesh, ruler of a half district of Jerusalem, repaired the next section with the help of his daughters. The valley gate was repaired by Hanan and the residents of Genoa. They rebuilt it and put its doors and bolts and bars in place. They also repaired 500 yards of the wall as far as the dung gate. The dung gate was repaired by Malkajah, son of Rechab, ruler of the district of Beth Hakarem. He rebuilt it and put its doors and bolts and bars in place. The fountain gate was repaired by Shalun, son of Kol Hose, ruler of the district of Mizpah. He rebuilt it, roofing it over and putting its doors and bolts and bars in place. He also repaired the wall of the pool of Siloam by the king's garden as far as the steps going down from the city of David. How'd you like to have an, a city named after you? I'm in his bloodline. How cool is that? Beyond him, Nehemiah, son of Azbuk, ruler of a half-district of Bethur, made repairs up to a point opposite the tombs of David, as far as the artificial pool and the house of the heroes. You want me to stop right there, Father? Yeah, what I really liked about this part is how, well, they're talking about, you know, rebuilding the wall and fixing things, but they list everyone that's done it to keep each other accountable. So if something goes wrong, then they could go back to that person and say, hey, you repaired this, we need it to be worked on, or there's, you know, something's missing from it or whatever. Uh, accountability is extremely important in a job, in a business, in a nation. What's that, Father? Talk about my arrest? Yeah. When I was arrested, they initially pulled me over. The person told me he pulled me over because my taillights were out. It was a planned thing. They arrested me because the day before that, I had called 911, and I didn't say my address. And yet, the sheriffs showed up, and they said they had ways of finding me. When someone was trying to break into my house, I had just gotten my car back from my car accident. How were the lights out? That's why he pulled me over. They pinched my brake lights after they found out where I lived for calling 911. Biden's team abused their power. The officer told me, not a big deal, I'll write you up a uh, warning ticket. And then you'll be good to go. I said, okay. He said, I'll be right back. He took my driver's license. And then all of a sudden, there was three other cars. There was a warrant out for my arrest. No one told me there was a warrant. A woman had slandered my name that owes me over $11,000. And she was able 
to get false charges on me. When I've been filing for three years to the FBI, TBI, GBI, Homeland Security, all of the technological harassment I've received, she had zero evidence and she was able to get me arrested in a very Republican area. That officer, different last name, told me he'd bring my purse with my inhaler. Didn't do it. He did an illegal search and seizure of my purse. I don't know what this lady told him. She's full of shit is what she is. She committed felonies. And I'm the one facing jail time. That is America right now. How quickly everyone's lost their freedoms in three years of poor leadership. I ain't worried about nothing because if I get arrested, my husband's going to just destroy a bunch of people. I know that. I ain't, I ain't afraid of no bullies and his buddies. Some of those guys you don't want to mess with. The stories I've heard. I release your fear. I got a free lawyer. Yeah, and it's not the uh, public attorney because this lady, she already used them. So conflict of interest. I got a good lawyer. Yeah, I think he's a veteran too. I told him a little bit about my story. He said, yeah, you want to hold that right in your heart. You don't need to share all that. I said, oh, I got a, a year and a half's worth of evidence in my, my binder. I can't wait to go to court. He said, no, I don't know if you want to bring that up in there. You want to make sure that, uh, what, how was the phrasing he used, Father? Basically, in a nutshell, he didn't want me to make it a big deal because he didn't get arrested because his social security number didn't get messed with. He hasn't been dealing with zero money coming in since an accident that wasn't my fault and I was fully insured, caused me to lose my job. Yeah, I have zero shits left. I told him we're fighting this. And if I have to sue the county that I live in, so be it. I don't desire to sue them. But they refused to bring my purse with my inhaler and they caused me stress unnecessarily. They abused their powers. And they changed the names of the officers involved. And they refused to give me business cards identifying their information. That's my legal right as a citizen. And they've slandered my social security number to all the lawyers in the county. How do I know that? Because I got a letter in the mail. I didn't provide my address to any lawyers to mail me any solicitations for my court date. How dare you? How fucking dare you? I'm a veteran spouse. 25 days. Fix your fuck-ups. I can't wait to see my former boss. I believe she's going to be in court. I can't wait. I've already let her ex-husband know because he asked me to be an eyewitness in court that I've reached out to the Jewish authorities because I told her I'm a descendant of King David. She also told me she comes from the Romanian Jewish faith. But she prostituted an army officer for my job. She's a pimp in America. And she's getting the government to pay $2,500 a month in her rent. She's been doing it for three years. She's a master deceiver. She's got O.J. Simpson's lawyer on retainer. 
for her case. She should have been put in prison two years ago, and I wouldn't be in this mess. Same county, I believe, is where she was falsely arrested, she said. No, she was arrested because she punched her husband after getting caught cheating on him, and she left a loaded gun in the house with her children unattended. while she was in the bathtub upstairs training her eldest daughter to kill her husband because he was beating her up, because she was cheating on him, problems she caused. I don't think it's ever acceptable for a man to lay his hands on you, but I don't also, I, I know it's not acceptable to cheat on your partner, be honorable to your spouse. Now, I did date people in the last year because my husband told me he wanted a divorce Zero contact. Phone got destroyed with one text message. I was trying to move on in life. And he and his buddies know there's no secrets. I'm honest. This person, not an honest person. Deceiver. Liar. She lied to her own children of why I wasn't working there anymore. Because she ran out of money. So she just made up a bullshit lie that I hacked into her Amazon account. When she's the one that helped me change the password to my MacBook computer. Because these assholes that have been bullying me for three years, cyber bullies, changed my password so I couldn't work on any of my business intellectual properties after I provided over a trillion dollars of free service last year. They targeted my bank account. Then they tried to send me apps with money opportunities, but requiring me to have my location on there so they could find me and just kill me. No, I knew exactly what they were trying to do. Bunch of assholes. Bunch of asshole communists trying to take over America. Trying to start a civil war so then they can just take over. Nope. Not on my watch. I ain't no traitor. I know there's a lot of people in the military that are traitors, though, and we've discovered them. It's been sucky being the bait, but it is what it is. The Lord assigned me this big assignment. I know my warriors of light, they look out for me. I'm grateful for them. I will see my husband 25 days. Don't waste my time. Release your fears, and the Lord will replace them with newfound confidences. Just remember, if you're alive today, that means that you've survived 100% of all of your terrible things that you've gone through in your past. You have a 100% success rate. Speak things that you're grateful for, not what you don't have. The Lord doesn't like it when we grumble and complain. He likes it when we have good attitudes. I've been trying to have a good attitude, but it's been extremely difficult with the level of bullshit I've had to put up with in the last three years. If I wouldn't have shared any of my business plans and events in the journey, no one would know that I even exist. Because they blacklisted me in this Illuminati cult. Anytime. All their little spies watching my content as I released my 
information, they would just decide amongst themselves, yep, it's time to hack into her thing and block her, block her from this. No, we don't want her to have that business deal. No. Prevent it. Hack in. Call these people. Tell her she's suicidal. They've traced it all, but it's been very, very frustrating. So, what's in it for me? What's in it for you? Well, many of these people thought they were getting away with it for three years, and my husband trained me very well. And it's been very frustrating because even I got fooled by his separation when he forced me to move out of the house. You threaten, you threaten a person's life, a couple's life, a brand new husband and wife's life. Huge retaliation coming. Huge. But my husband and I, we will settle on giving us a lot of money. So each year, each major nation will be donating a hundred million US dollars every single year to have somewhat access to our product services and uh, the United States will be paying my salary for chief spiritual officer one million US dollars every year we will not be paying any taxes to the government this will all be tax free by my 40th birthday, uh, the Holy Spirit assigned me to give 90% of our money away to the poor. Now you might be thinking, why Why would she be receiving all this money and then giving it to the poor? This is the only way we can distribute the wealth of the nasty pedophiles into real good citizens that have been hardworking, that have been forced into slavery in America. And they've called it the middle class. No. They've cost you time with your families. It's time for them to pay up for that. Trump is getting back in office. 25 days, we're going to sign exclusive contracts. I have this assignment for life. Now, some of that money will be used to, to fund our research, right? For white paper research, so that it can be translated and tested in hospital settings and in real life settings and then we'll get it um, written out in textbooks right it's going to take time for the research to develop but we'll be able to hire and have multiple researchers on the team statisticians um, we'll make sure everything's public there will be nothing hidden in our monies so you will be able to see exactly how the monies are allocated. I married the best man in the world. He saw my vision. He knew. He knew that the Lord had assigned me something big. He listened to me the first time. He didn't make me repeat myself or make me doubt in myself, which everyone in my lifetime pretty much has made me doubt in myself, except for a few small people that have believed in me. Mr. Krause was one of those people. Sue Bender, one of those people. Vicki Ebbett, one of those people. Pretty much everybody else has doubted. They've either been afraid that I might fail or they've been jealous or they don't see how it's possible for me because they don't see how anybody could do what I've been able to do so far in my lifetime because they like how their life is. And that's fine. 
we all get to choose what kinds of lives we desire to have. I desire to leave a legacy impact, to spread more love, his love, the Father's love around the world. I made that decision at a very young age, and you get to decide how you desire to do that as well. Love, or, love co covers over all fears. So when you release your fears, you replace it with his love, and you ask the Father to come into your heart and to give you a covering over all fears. Because fear is not of the Father. He gives you peace if you ask for it. You know, King David, if you don't know his story, he was anointed when I think he was a teenager, but they didn't give him his crown until the king died and he took over. So the king tried to kill him multiple times because he didn't want to lose his kingdom. I'm a descendant of King David. King David was a man after God's own heart, so he promised the father of all of us, promised David that all of his descendants for the rest of his life would be blessed if they stayed close to the father. That has been true for me. The only reason why these people have made it look like I haven't been successful or made it look like I haven't kept my word in the last three years is because they've had to commit crimes in order to do it. They've cheated in this contest in order to make me look like a fool, but they've made themselves look like fools because what they didn't know is that everything has been traced. And they did it on purpose to pull all of these nasty rats out from the darkness. Nothing is hidden from the Father. He knows all. He sees all. He is above all. And he loves all. He covers over all wrongs. So I want to give you an opportunity to repent to the Father and get connected to him for anything that you might need to remove all fear out of your life. Repeat after me. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this gift of salvation. I can't earn it or buy it. You give it freely to those who believe in your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, I know I make mistakes, but I don't desire to. Please come into my heart and never leave my side. I pray this in your name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to welcome you to the family. Your next step is to get plugged into a Bible-based church in person. In person. The internet will be shut down. November 17th, 2023. I'm not sure how long it's going to be shut down, but a lot of these pedophiles, a lot of these child abductors and the sex trafficking and in the sacrificing and drinking blood organization, they are using the internet to communicate with one another. And it is the fastest growing industry right now in the world. So we're going to siphon, siphon off that business immediately so they're going to get nuts they're going to not have access to their money and a lot of their people that are paid to be a part of it they're going to start fighting each other is what I imagine will happen so you want to get plugged into churches and communicate with them what you've heard the Lord reveals things to me I can't explain it to you why I know specific dates or pricing and things like that I just do because the Father reveals things to his children that stay close to him. 
So get plugged into a Bible-based church. If you have time to volunteer in the church, that's going to be one of the best ways you can get connected in the community. Not just show up on Sunday and think, yeah, that's good enough. But see if there's an area that you're interested in. If you're musically inclined, maybe you get plugged in on the worship team. Or maybe you play an instrument. Um, if you are good with kids, maybe you volunteer as a Sunday school teacher. Or maybe you help with the little babies. Um, watching them when you know new mama is able to have an hour with her husband to worship. Or maybe she's adopted a child and she's all by herself like uh, Lisa Harper adopted uh, a child from Haiti. I've listened to her. She's got a cool style like her sermons um, and we encourage you to get plugged in to volunteering in that church right away don't wait you don't have to be a member for years before you can start volunteering you can start getting plugged in right away any anything else father maybe ask Okay, he said to please pray for my husband's safe return. Please, please join us in prayer for that. I believe and I'll see him in 25 days as I record this. Or sooner. There's a lot of logistics involved in getting all the presidents in one place. So they have to, I imagine, keep the dates different, right? We'll, we'll post it on. October 17th, but uh, I imagine it will be earlier than that at some point. We'll see. We'll see. I know my mom has lived a very meek life. She's never complained about anything. She's been obedient. She's been a very good example of what a Christian woman, mother, and grandmother should be. She will get to meet them all. I can't wait. I can't wait. Anything else, Father? Nice and slow. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. <laughs> See you next time.